you are genuinely committed to above everything else in life? You say, I'm committed to lots of things. What's the priority? What is it you're really committed to? I will never set myself up as an example, but I can tell you what I'm committed to because it governs everything I do. I'm committed to being obedient to God no matter what. Now you say, well, that's too simplistic. No, it's not. Here's what that does. That covers everything. If you're committed to being obedient to God, you live under the canopy, listen, of God's guidance and direction in your life. He's living on the inside of you. If you're committed above everything else to being obedient to God, you know what? Everything else is going to fall in place. So I ask you the question, what are you committed to? Because what you're committed to is the way you're spending and investing your time. If you have a wrong sense of values, God will never get you where you want to be because the most valuable thing you have is your relationship to Jesus Christ. The value you place on your family, the value you place on your friends, the value you place on your own human body, your mind. You don't want to grow old in your brain. You want to keep it active all of your life. Thinking godly thoughts. Thinking the way God wants you to think. Thinking about the possibilities. Because you remember we said in the very beginning, our potential refers to our possibilities, the things we're capable of achieving in life. And then I think about one of the things that will absolutely keep you from being and achieving is misplaced priorities. What are they? Has to do with your values and all the rest. But let me just spend a moment or two here. One of those things that will keep you from becoming what you ought to be and doing what you ought to do is unbridled ambition. Unbridled ambition. There's nothing wrong to have ambition, but if that ambition throws you out of sync and out of balance, there's something wrong. You say, what is unbridled ambition? What is ambition in a way? When we look around us today, unbridled ambition is that inner need to work yourself to death in order to reach the world standards. That will not get you where you want to be because that is not a balanced schedule. Now you say, okay, I got you. I understand all the things that need to be involved. And so I make a commitment, and my commitment is to be obedient to God and to find out how I can live a balanced life to achieve and to become what God has in mind. How do I maintain that? Number one, are you listening? Amen. Accountability. If you're not willing to be accountable to somebody, it's not going to work. Accountability says, I trust you enough that I want to make myself accountable to you to help me when I need it, encourage me when I need it, reprove me when I need it in order to have a balanced schedule and to be the person God wants me to be. You see, if you can't trust your life with a God-given, trustworthy, confidential friend, and the only thing, you know what, you're going to do it your way. You're going to control your life. You'll decide what you'll do and what you won't do. Well, you know what? None of us are perfect. And all of us need encouragement. And all of us need somebody on the outside of us looking on the inside of us. Listen, not to be critical, but to be helpful. You know what? Someone who will love you because they want to see you become the best you can be and reach your God-given potential. And I would say to you, if you want to reach your potential in life, one of the greatest assets you'll have is a confidential, unconditional loving friend who is godly in character, has your best interest at heart, and who will only, listen, only challenge you
to do those things that are godly, that fit the purpose and plan of God for your life. It's one of the most valuable assets you have. A second thing is an ongoing review. For example, at night before you go to bed, make a list of things. You say, I may say these things a thousand times. If you don't do it, you're the loser. Before you go to bed, make a list on a three by five card of the things you intend to do the next day. You know what you've done? Is you ask the Lord, the Lord give me direction about this and show me this. Or, no, I shouldn't put that down. Or, or I ought to. What you've done is, listen, you've already got your mind thinking. And all night long, your subconscious mind is doing what? Gearing you up for what's going to happen the next day. You've got to have priorities. Stick with them. And one thing I would say is this. Discipline. You have to make yourself do things you don't necessarily want to do. But to get where God wants you to be, to do what he wants you to do, you have to make yourself do some things that sometimes are difficult, very hard. One of those things for some of you is just getting out of the bed, right? It's just, it's just tough. It just happens to be where you are, physically, whatever it might be. Or some other things. And somebody says, you know what? I just don't have time to just sit down and read the Bible. Yes, you do. It is a matter of balancing your time. And you know what happens? You balance out the schedule, and you tell God that you're on, listen, you're lining up with his will and his purpose for your life. And you know what happens? Your life will change. There'll be more joy, more peace, more happiness, more fun. God will bless you in ways you've never been blessed before. You know why? Because you're in sync with the will of God and on God's timetable. And it's yours for the asking. listening to In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Accountability, ongoing review, and discipline are keys to maintaining a sensible schedule. If you're weak in any of those areas, ask the Lord to help you make adjustments and balance your time wisely. If you need to go through this checklist again, click on Today on Radio at InTouch.org. And that's where you'll find free online resources that can help you set godly priorities. Stop by the bookstore page if you'd like to order a copy of Dr. Stanley's complete message, A Balanced Schedule, or order his teaching set, How to Reach Your Full Potential. Again, you'll find these resources at intouch.org or call 1-800-IN-TOUCH. To write to us, address your letter to InTouch. Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia, 30357. It's not always easy, but believers can allow the joy of knowing Jesus to balance out life's tough times. Today's Moment with Charles Stanley is coming up. In our spiritual journey, we often have questions. How do I know God's will for my life? Does God hear my prayers? Why do bad things happen? The answers are found in the Word of God. But how do we know where to start? The free In Touch devotional can help point you in the right direction with biblically-based content from Dr. Charles Stanley. You'll gain insight and wisdom through daily devotions, Bible studies, and more. The In Touch devotional, delivered monthly to your mailbox. Subscribe for free at intouch.org slash daily. Trusting God each day can be a challenge, but working to grow that trust brings greater joy and peace than we could ever find on our own. In Trusting God with Today, the new 365-day devotional from the teachings of Dr. Charles Stanley, we are encouraged to believe in God's love and rest in His purpose for us. Pre-order at intouch.org slash today. 
You're listening to In Touch. Is your life in balance? With a perspective for believers, here's a moment with Charles Stanley. God does not intend for us to be serious about everything in life. Because you see, if your life is lined up with the will of God, you're doing the will of God, He's living on the inside of you, and you're walking in His presence, then you ought to be happy. You say, well, there's some things in my life I can't be happy about. Okay, look, put them in the category they're in, and then count your blessings and think about all that God's doing for you. And have a peace in your heart and a joy in your heart. We've all been through heartaches and problems and times when we weren't happy and didn't feel happy and didn't feel all that joy in our life. But deep down inside, there was something that overpowered all of that. And that was the joy of Jesus Christ living on the inside of us. You'll find resources at intouch.org to help you learn more about living in the joy of the Lord every day. And if today's program has encouraged you to anchor yourself in God's Word, we'd love to hear from you. Tomorrow on In Touch, our series, How to Reach Your Full Potential, continues with an emphasis on the importance of developing and maintaining a healthy body. I hope you'll join us Friday for In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Welcome to Breakpoint, a daily look in an ever-changing culture through the lens of unchanging truth. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Attempt to instruct a group of 12-year-old kids about the importance of duty, honor, perseverance, and friendship by means of a lecture, and the most likely result would be glazed eyes and tuned-out ears. If, instead of a lecture, however, the lesson began with something like, There was once a tiny creature called a hobbit whose name was Frodo. He had hairy feet and a magic ring, and whenever he put that ring on his finger, he'd disappear. But each time he put the ring on, the ring exercised a dark power over him and attracted the attention of the Dark Lord Sauron. Well, that story, the plot of J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, is much more likely to capture the attention and the imagination of kids as it has tens of millions before them. And along the way, they'd learn about duty and honor and perseverance and friendship. See, that's the power of great stories. The best of stories are not merely well told. They wrestle with ultimate ideas. A reason that Tolkien remains popular today is that his stories engage with us at the deepest levels of the human condition. The power of storytelling should come as no surprise to Christians. After all, Jesus told lots of stories, and so have other Christians throughout history. In fact, two writers from just the last century who exemplify the importance of stories are Tolkien and also T.S. Eliot. Perhaps you know the closing lines of Eliot's poem, Hollow Men. This is the way the world ends, not with a bang, but with a whimper. Eliot's melancholy poem, The Love Song of J. Alfred Prufrock, which is still read by many college students today, captures the despair of modern man facing the broken world without God. In many ways, in fact, Eliot was this modern man, isolated, spiritually lost, and despairing. But a decade or so after he wrote that poem, Eliot's life and art was transformed when he converted to Christ. And he went on to write magnificent religious poetry, such as Ash Wednesday and the Four Quartets. For a time, his work even crossed over into pop culture. For example, his book of whimsical verse, Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats, became the smash hit Broadway musical, Cats. 
fact, a very simple way for Christians to impact our culture around us is by simply sharing these good stories with others. We might not be a Tolkien or an Elliot ourselves, but we can know and recommend their works. We can tell the real-life stories of Christian heroes like William Wilberforce or Dietrich Bonhoeffer, or of the incredible conversions of St. Augustine and Chuck Colson, or of the work of Christian heroes today who continue to love God and neighbor, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, all while enduring hardship and persecution. And we should share these stories because, like all good stories do, they ultimately point hearts and imaginations to the greatest story and storyteller of all time. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with Breakpoint. And for more resources to help you live like a Christian today, go to breakpoint.org. Hey, John Stone Street here. In his new book, Street Smarts, experienced apologist Greg Kokel has created an indispensable playbook for having important and difficult worldview conversations, including with people who may profoundly disagree with you. Through solid evidence and practical examples, Greg shows how the art of asking questions is the best way to engage, even on topics that are intimidating and hard to understand. In Street Smarts, you'll be equipped with tactics you can use to move the conversation forward without fear, to generate light and not just heat. Rather than being on the defensive, Greg teaches you how to learn to use questions to challenge others to examine their own assumptions and their own views, and then to point them to the best explanation for all of reality, the God of the Bible. If you want to engage in tough conversations across worldview lines and do it with truth and love, get a copy of Street Smarts this month. For a gift of any amount to the Colson Center, we'll send it to you as a thank you. Just visit colsoncenter.org slash September. That's colsoncenter.org slash September.